What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 140. and before we get started make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them if you choose to listen to the others at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1.5x 2x or just 1x whatever whatever you feel is comfortable make sure that you do that because i know i tend to speak a little bit slower than a lot of people uh, so it it really takes away from the entire experience it actually makes things a little bit drowsy and you know monotonous So that's why I make sure you are listening to it at a speed you feel that you know it's it's comfortable. Otherwise, uh, it it might be a little bit of a drag to listen to it. So I just want to get that out of the way, and now let's get started. Starting off with the market data, we have minus one three five four crore FIs net, so net selling up to the tune of thirty hundred and fifty crores for the FIs. For the guys, again, it's a positive number. This time, much lower than what we've seen normally. It's at 1138 crore buying. So comparatively, the buying uh, was a lot lesser than what we've seen in the past. I think 7k and 8k uh, were the figures day before yesterday and day yesterday, uh, respectively. So that's what we're seeing as far as the FIDIs are concerned. Reasonable numbers. as far as the market cap is concerned it is significantly better than what we've seen in the past uh, i remember seeing 26 uh, you know several zeros following 26 uh, lakhs and now it's at 29 followed by several zeros lakhs so it's a, it's a very very substantial increase in the market cap looks like and as far as the adr is concerned it's at 1.22 which is just it's far higher than anything we've seen in the past week so that's also a positive sign and as far as you know which like like the unchanged are concerned a bit more than what we saw yesterday at 132 but really not not too much of a difference 1010 gainers and 829 losers so a reasonable ratio really not too bad in my opinion as far as all of the indices are concerned uh, literally all of them are positive in the green um you know all, all of them are uh, positive above 1% 1.5% so there's no clear top performer here all of them performed very very well if i had to pick one probably mid cap 50 uh, so nifty mid cap 50 is is the the best performer of the lot in terms of the sectoral indices we're seeing something similar metal performed really really well today uh, looks like as far as fixed income is concerned it's it's understandably down because we've seen a negative relationship uh, so far between the two so that is held for now as far as some of my observations during the market are concerned the very first thing which stuck out to me is if you were an aggressive person today you know if you if you cut your losses aggressively if you entered into positions aggressively and if you took your profits aggressively today would have been probably the ideal day for you uh if if you know if not yes day to day would have definitely been an ideal day for you because the way it went you know uh as we as we'll come to in the indices segment it was more of a v pattern 
which meant that you could have shorted it you could have made money on the smaller trades on the bigger trades on the mini trades literally one candle and so on and you could have still made just obscene amounts of returns today uh, if you were aggressive that's the main thing that i noticed today because while there were very very choppy moves all along uh, if you could have just had some patience and conviction you could have just just done amazing uh, in these markets so that's the very first observation that i had the second observation that i had is that the option premiums today were very very inflated and what i mean by that is 11300 call for for example was above 100 rupees and we're just literally we're we're one trading day away from expiry right now so that kind of uh, you know that kind of time value is generally generally very weird to see because the intrinsic value of the options is just 3 rupees the the rest of it is just probability that will expire uh, you know in the money which is very high a so that's that's understandable why this is the case but what that also means is that if you are selling options um, you know with with a lot of conviction and with uh, a lot of you know confidence in your analysis and your analysis is right then you're going to make just an amazing return and uh, probably even more than than an option buyer in terms of the points that you get so that's that's another thing that that i can see from uh, from the option prices and such and intraday the moves of the options were very similar as well you know um, as as i'd said earlier let's say that the underlying was 100 rupees when i purchase an option for 10 rupees the underlying drops to 70 the option drops to let's say 6 or something and when you know the underlying actually comes back to 100 the option price just moves to 8 or so so that that sort of thing was happening pretty much consistently throughout you know just correcting the prices trying to align it uh, with with what the spot prices are and such and uh, the difference between the strikes so 11200 moving completely differently than 11300 and such all those things were very very evident as well so overall a very good day uh, as far as learning is concerned another observation that i have is uh, more more of a way i traded today so i i don't want to include it in my trades because that that just becomes far too stretched out at the end of this uh, at the end of the episode so i i opted for more of a naked charting kind of view because it it gives a lot more clarity i feel which is why you know i reduced the clutter i tried to reduce the clutter as best as i could and i opted for you know just pure movement of price and for the most part this was good it was a fresh it was a fresh change honestly uh, just seeing things from a completely different view no clutter of all of those indicators so i'll probably just limit the amount of indicators that i used to one or two now um because i i i just feel more comfortable doing that and i feel that it's a good thing to just experiment with what uh, what you feel comfortable with so if if you're if you've been just not doing too well with a certain set of indicators and you just think that you know something's just not right you might want to just tweak things a little bit as far as how many indicators you use which indicators you use or if you even want to use an indicator so you could also look into that and that's another observation that i have for today and yeah let's move to the indices now Nifty is closing at 11,303. It's up 170 points from its from its previous close. 
it's 1.53%, so a very reasonable, very good number. It's high for the day is 11.342, so that means it's closed very, very close to that high, which is again a very positive, a very bullish sign for the most part. So all things considered, that's a good thing. As far as the ADR is concerned, it's even better than uh, than what I spoke about, just uh, just like literally about about the high and such, because it is 48 is to two. So that means that 48 stocks in Nifty went up, just two went down, which is just an obscenely positive number in my opinion. As I said, literally all the indices did amazingly well today. So it's probably just the entire market doing well. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, we're seeing something very similar with 11 advances, just just one decline. It's at 29,177. And uh, I'll just help you with the high of the day as well. Why can't I see it here anywhere? All right, so <laughs> the high for the day was at 29,285, so very close to the high again, just 100 points away. And the low was at 28,750. So you can see just how wide the gap was. Almost 500 points or so. So that's, again, a very, very big gap. And uh, it's clearly preferring to go a bit on the positive side compared to the negative side. So again, that's a very good thing. As far as the gainers and losers for the indices are concerned, Vedanta Limited was the top gainer. In fact, literally... All of the 10 gainers, the top 10 gainer, gainers of Nifty are right around 5% in the green, which is really, really good. Of course, at this rate also, it'll take a good week or so for them to actually regain those previous levels. But uh, it's it's an eventual process. It'll happen, I'm sure. As far as the losers are concerned, we've got ITC leading the pack. It's, it's been bleeding since quite some time now. Today was no exception. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, again, all most of the banks were in the green, 11 banks to be precise. PNB doing great, Bank of Baroda doing well. So again, except for Yes Bank, all the banks were doing very well. This was not actually the case uh, intraday. If you would have seen, Bank Nifty was showing some signs of weakness. So it probably just corrected uh, all those you know weak links uh, towards the close of the day, which is what I'm gathering from this. As far as Nifty's intraday moves are concerned, uh, if we draw a trend line from 20th Feb to today, if we connect the highs of uh, you know all those days, so that that'll be pretty much last week combined with what what we've seen today. Um, pretty much when we saw the coronavirus crash happening, you can see that it forms a very linear trend line, and this trend line was broken today for the very first time since it was created. So. Again, that's another positive thing. It actually took support from that trend line as well uh, after a bit of, you know, after making a new high. So that's another positive thing. And uh, again, it's very easy. Just just 10 minute time frame is what I'm re using right now. You could connect 20th, September, 20th Feb's high to, um, to yesterday's high. Then you will get a very clean trend line that's been followed. So that's another important thing to consider. As I said in the observations segment, the day was almost like a V pattern with a mini W and a mini M inside of it. So it's a very it's a very weird pattern on the face of it, but when you are actually you know looking at it right now, it looks very interesting because the way the prices were moving were relatively you know linear in terms of uh, you know at support and then it goes up. At resistance, it goes down. 
candlestick patterns also being respected for the most part such as spinning tops and dojis and such so all of those signs are very good i feel it shows that uh, you know the market is just not moving purely based on sentiments but also on technicals as well uh, which is always a positive sign as far as some of the levels that you know i traded using are concerned they were mainly some you know intraday supports that it had taken for example <clears throat> at 9:40 am it fell down and then it took a very very nice support that became an important level because a it was a level since since quite a long time and b uh, it became a level towards the end of the day as well you know uh, after 3 pm or so so those intraday levels as well were very important during the day and had you paid attention to those you could have again you could have adjusted your trades accordingly uh, to earn a more better return it did test the previous close kind of uh, but then before it it could actually touch the previous close it just it just shot up pretty much so that's also a good sign it shows that it is it today at least it had no uh, you know willingness to test those lower levels so to speak so again that's a very positive sign as far as the higher time frame daily chart is concerned we're seeing it above that trend line that we've spoken spoken about so much in fact the day's low was right at that trend line on my chart which is again a positive thing right now uh, it it still looks like it's consolidating at that area so i'm assuming that there are a lot of orders left to be fulfilled at this area and there's still some sort of uh, you know concern whether this covid-19 crisis will get over or be under control or whatever because literally after the market is closed so much of news related to uh, that disease that virus has come out with you know school kids being quarantined hotel staff being quarantined and such so there's just a lot to be considered and as a result it's it's still very iffy whether it'll respect this trend line or not because if it wants to uh, you know sort of piggyback on that whole covid-19 paranoia then it it there is entire possibility that can go down further if it wants to take support at this level though then of course the way is up uh, we're probably looking at uh, 11391 being the very first resistance because that's been a resistance for the previous two candles as well and after that we have that massive massive gap that it has to fill so that is where you know nifty is at on the daily chart all things considered really tough to say where it'll move tomorrow uh, which is why i don't have any open positions um i made sure to you know <laughs> you know square them off today itself otherwise i'd have run the risk of um, you know catching the corona virus <laughs> my trades catching the corona virus so no trades being carried forward purely for this reason uh a lot more has happened since the market's closed let's see if it reacts to the uh, reacts to that news or not as far as bank nifty is concerned uh now intraday moves were very similar for the most part we're seeing a very similar pattern so intraday moves i'll just skip that as far as uh you know the daily chart pattern is concerned it's again very very similar to what we're seeing with nifty except bank nifty typically has not followed that trend line that much so i haven't included it here it is however following its downtrend line that we've been seeing and it has bounced up from that downtrend line so if it wants to breach that uh, you know down uh, downtrend line upper channel then we're probably looking at any close above 30100 or so 
and if that is going to be the case then you know ideally uh, it'll, it'll still take some time a few days at least but again we really can't say especially because of all of those new coronavirus cases being announced and that is why you know all these levels that we speak of they go for a toss right because you never know uh, what will happen overnight let's say the coronavirus fever just increases uh, more people get infected or at least diagnosed then that 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 paranoia will obviously go up if the number of cases go down or if let's say for example Pfizer has said that their new uh, drug that's being researched on has a low or a high probability of something or I think it was a high probability of um, you know beating coronavirus if that is going to be the case then of course we see a positive move not just for Pfizer but also for the markets because it, it shows that hey you know there is still hope everything is not lost so that's my take on that I mean the last time that nifty was at this level it consolidated for quite a bit in fact it consolidated for a solid week or so before it actually broke out so there's a good chance that we see something similar happening um, you know if there is no proper movement so I, I really would not be surprised if tomorrow is a range bound day or if tomorrow is just within when I say range bound I mean within that massive range that it is created around this level so that is really not surprising whether it's up or down really depends on factors which are just far far more than just technicals and news it all depends on sentiments in my opinion right now so with that let's move to my trades technically i took two trades today and uh, it was just like literally one call same strike 11300 one lot each uh, i took i took one lot of it then it pretty much fell down uh, from a reasonably uh, you know positive trend after that i i exited it but then it was turning up again which is why i re-entered and then i rode the tide until pretty much eod as a result i was able to recover most of the losses that i made in the previous uh, call the previous trade so that's a good sign had i been more aggressive had i gone for more lots in my recovery trade i'd have possibly made uh, you know a return but i'd have also run the risk of uh, i'd have also ran the risk of you know losing more so that is something that i did not do and again that's a conscious decision for the most part and yeah i mean i could have created uh, i could have taken so many more trades i just couldn't because um zero does uh, fund system was just not updating uh despite me you know having enough balance it just did not update uh it fast enough for me to actually take a trade which is why i missed out on the initial few puts that i want to take uh had i actually taken those i'd have i'd have earned a pretty nice return on it uh, but that's that's just how it is. Hopefully tomorrow is not uh, tomorrow. This issue is not repeated. So let's see how it goes. And yeah, just just those uh, trades for the day. Nothing really else. I mean, position trimmings that I normally do have kind of paid off. If you think about it, had I kept all those profits intact, I'd have lost them uh, in this market. However, now now that I've actually taken those profits, and um, you know I'm enjoying them, or rather I've parked them in another stock which is relatively even stable-ish, uh, things have been better, right? So that's that's possibly one of the biggest advantages of that position trimming thing that I'd done. And uh, especially because no one knew at that time that, hey, something like this is going to happen. But it did. And uh, for the most part, I was covered. So that's something that we need to understand.
So my lesson for the day has been pretty much, you know, scattered in this entire episode. Um, it's it's basically being slightly more aggressive with your trades sometimes, taking profits very aggressively, cutting losses very aggressively uh, in markets like these. Because if you don't do that, you will end up losing a lot of money. Had I taken uh, or rather had I accepted 10 rupees or so on that first call that I'd made, uh, that I'd taken, I would not have had to actually, you know, face the loss and then I'd, I could have just entered it, re-entered it rather at a lower level and then made even more returns. So timing in these markets is very important. Whether we talk about entry timing or exit timing, uh, so is picking the strikes. Now, I typically go for ITM only unless there's some peculiar reason for it. So all those factors are very important. And again, literally this lesson, I've, I've spoken about so many learnings that I had today. Uh, a separate lesson segment is, is kind of redundant for it, which is why that was all, it for the lesson. Uh, again, main lesson here, be aggressive, be slightly aggressive again to your risk appetite. Um, and, and you'll hope, hopefully see a better return, especially on days like these where the market is just so choppy. It can really reverse on you anytime without any warning whatsoever. And yeah, that's a very, that's a very, you know, practical lesson I feel because it will help you literally during your trading. And another thing I actually remembered right now is, uh, you know, whenever we were seeing prices going lower and this is on nifty's future whenever we were seeing nifty's future falling we could see a sudden rush of uh, new buyers entering so it could possibly be just the buying pressure which has helped it sustain at this level uh, possibly people feeling that hey you know the market is underpriced right now it's a good time to buy uh, because the fi's and fidi involvement was far lesser that we saw uh, than what we've seen earlier so I don't know what the exact reason for that was, but again, that's an observation. So yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, hope you found this helpful and informative. See you in the next one. Happy trading.